it gonna be bad? Who knows? Oh I mean, gosh. it's a little bad, but you'll like it. <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, oh gosh, it's French. It's French things. Oh, I mean that doesn't automatically mean I like it. You'll like it. I have an inclination mm-hmm. though. No, you'll like it. Okay, I believe you. You'll like it. It leads to your favorite thing, Napoleon. Ah, oh, there it is. <laughs> Welcome to hysterical history. Woo! Who are you? Partying hard. Mm-hmm. I'm Alexis. I'm Haley, and I'm the one who is going to tell you about a thing. You are the one with the topic. <coughs> You are the one who knows. I mean... Strip next to normal. I mean... But I adapted it. Mm-hmm. It's famous today, but it used to not be famous. What, you're going to talk about? Yep. Like an event or a person or a object? The lowly potato. Oh. We're not talking about Irish people. <laughs> Uh, they'll be racist. <laughs> Aren't they the only ones who eat potatoes? No. <laughs> They're the only ones who run out of potatoes. They're the ones who run out die. of potatoes. <laughs> and then perish. Yeah. By the millions. Yay. That was a bad thing. Yeah. That one's not as funny, probably, as what you're going to talk about. No. No. I was going to be like, well, maybe. No. No. Not quite. Fungus-abled genocide is not. Mm-hmm generally funny. It's only funny because it's fun to say potato. Well, it's fun to say potato famine, too. Potato It makes it sound like, I completely, I know why it was such a big deal, but it does make it sound like, in a way, the only thing that they ever ate was potatoes. (laughs) I mean, it's true enough (laughs) that they were like, oh no, there's no other food, what do we do? What do we eat now? I guess we'll just die. (laughs) I guess so. (laughs) So... The potato mm-hmm. wasn't always the carb cornerstone of Western cuisine. That's true. No. A bit like the tomato. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which everyone thought was a poisonous red trap. Mm-hmm. For People it. were afraid it of just, it. It would murder you. It's scary. <laughs> Tomatoes are scary. That's no, fair. I love tomatoes so much. They uh, they look a little bit like little jack o' lanterns, which I or, which I like, or like little like little pumpkins. Okay, you know, mm-hmm. like you can carve them in a little jack o' lantern. No, you could. No, they would be great, but you could do it. <laughs> no. I could do it. Okay, but I won't. There's a story that uh, someone gave potatoes to Queen Elizabeth, uh-huh. and the cooks didn't know what to do with them, so they took all the greens and cooked those and threw the roots out. Oh. And then everyone got really sick. Yeah, that's not how you do it. Everyone in court had indigestion for days. Wow. Poops for days. Why didn't they ask someone? I don't think they knew. Oh. Or if they, you know, I mean, if you look at a potato, the root part does not look like the edible part. Sure. It looks like a mistake. Yeah, it looks like trash. The shame of God. The potato. (laughs) But they're so good. Uh, So that story is maybe not true. Uh, but Europe wouldn't have anything to do with the potato for years and I years. mean, they're dirty and... They're, the they're out of the ground. Yeah. They're terrible. Dirty, nasty root. Oh, okay. Yeah. Boys. Boys. <laughs> at, at best, they would use them to feed farm animals. And right. Maybe prisoners. I mean, pigs will eat anything. Uh, and, <laughs> and, and prisoners included in pigs. And, and, anything. and Irish, perhaps. <laughs> the prisoners. Don't be racist. <laughs> Against the Irish. I mean, yeah. I was like 15% Irish, so it's okay. That's not true. I think okay. it was like five. Mm-hmm. But that, wow, very significant. <laughs> very significant. Yeah. A whole of my ancestors was Irish. So that was at the best. At the worst, it was uh, damn interesting. Did a an article on this, mm-hmm. and I love the way they put it. They called it a leprosy-inducing invention of the devil. Oh. That's a bit much. Nope, that's accurate. Okay. That's accurate. Uh, anyway, the, the really the last European stronghold for potato hate was... Can potato you, hate? Can, can you guess? Can you guess? Can I guess what month? What? Uh, no. Oh. Your last European stronghold. 
Oh, who liked potatoes the least? Yeah. France. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, I thought you said, can you guess what month when they stopped liking potatoes? And I was like, like, what month? October? Is it uh, June? <laughs> Baby. May. Mm, no. Um, no. Novemberly. That's not a month. January. February. <laughs> Mayember. The French. They hate everything. So they had a blooming population in the 17th century. Blooming. Sounds so beautiful. Growing like a terrible weed. Kind of a weed. Like potatoes. Almost. Uh, But they had occasional famines. Cycles of famines, really. Every Mm. 10, 15, 20 years, they'd get a a big one. That's too often. It's a little too often, you would think. I thought you were going to say, like, every 50 years. And I'm like, well, that's fair. You know, the land uh, gets loam or whatever. It was was pretty bad to the point, you know, like, in the millions, millions of people dying every, I don't know, 15 years. Yeah, that's too many. That's a little much. Yeah. Uh, So they were in dire need of a nutritional staple. Hardy enough, you could grow it on Mars out of Matt Damon's poop. Pertaters. Pertaters. Potatoes. No, even before that came out, I remember... It, one we, would my, joke, <laughs> we would joke, like, yeah. you could grow those on the moon if you wanted. No, and in, in one of my history classes, I remember them specifically talking about how potatoes are such an important, like, staple to the entire world's cuisine, basically, because they grow anywhere. Mm-hmm. And, like, you don't have to have good soil, so it's like, you just, you, if you put it in the ground, it'll grow. Yeah. You barely have to put it in the ground. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't even have to try. Just throw it somewhere. They, they want to grow so bad. You don't need a whole bunch of irrigation systems. Right. Water. Water fields for rice. Exactly. Or... Like, you think about how much effort it takes to grow rice, like, everywhere they do grow rice, even, mm-hmm. you know, which is, like, mostly the best places to grow rice, and then they also end up in, like, China. Mm-hmm. They're just like, well, these grow here, even though nothing else does. <laughs> I threw it away, and it started growing on yeah. its own. so I guess I'll eat it. But France didn't like, to- uh, not tomatoes, potatoes. Yeah. No. Anything that ends in an O's. O's, yeah. SpaghettiOs. They did. Oreos. They really... Really hate those. <laughs> Dominoes. Dominoes. Hate pizza. Patios. Yeah. Gazebos. Gazebos. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, no. Let's not explain it. No. Uh, so that potatoes needed a severe HR makeover. They needed a, a hero. Yeah, yeah. They needed a hero. Champion. And they got it eventually mm. in the form of Napoleon. French pharmacist. Oh. Uh, Antoine Parmentier. Uh, something that's Ambrose Barre. No. He was a pharmacist. He was a surgeon. Not everything is about your two favorite boys. I know. But there are other French... Then his name started with an A, and I was like, (gasps) no. No. No, the only people I care about in France anywhere near this time are all scientists. So you can pretty much bet. That's fair. Uh, Parmentier was born with, uh, just deep in his soul... One day was a potato that was just waiting to sprout <laughs> in his soul. His saltato. His saltato. He uh, was introduced to his lifelong companion during the Seven Years' War while he was a prisoner Ooh. of war to the Prussians who fed him mashed potatoes every day for weeks at a time. Uh, but he didn't mind. He thought they were pretty yummy. Cool beans. Cool beans. He's like, these are yum. Cool potatoes. He had developed a, a taste for potato. Oh, no. If you will. Once you get a taste. The devil potato. Not even once. <laughs> Not even once. That was the French motto. <laughs> yep. Not even once. Not even once. Not even one potato. We'd rather die by yeah. the millions than eat this thing. <laughs> this trash. It's <laughs> trash. It's garbage. <laughs> Dirty food. Ah, uh-huh. so by the time he was released from jail... He was imbued with the spirit of the potato. Mm. He would preach the potato gospel until until everyone was a convert. So help him, potato. (laughs) So stupid. (laughs) Continue. Uh, Parmentier had a revelation. He saw that potatoes could solve the whole massive everyone dying every couple years thing that France was holding on to. France's theme. Theme. 
uh, you know, people getting mad about stuff. Ah, stupid. But his his dream had problems. Uh-oh. There, there were issues. Obstacles. Uh, opportunities. I mean, you know, every good hero story, they gotta have some obstacles. Yeah. They discover the one thing that's important to them, and then they gotta figure out how to get it. Mm-hmm. And keep it. His uh, potato hero's journey, if mm-hmm. you will. So the first big problem, obviously, was that France was uninterested. Yeah, they hate them. In that kind of Frenchy way when, you know, something, it's something that countries they consider below them are interested in. Ugh. Uh, potatoes. <laughs> to these low class. You mean those things that the Prussians the, eat? The barbarians and, are consuming. And the English. Yeah, especially the English. As this soon as is, you started with <laughs> Queen Elizabeth, I was like, the French would be like, oh, hell no. This is garbage. <laughs> We'd rather eat our snails. This is garbage. But not only were they uninterested, it uh-huh. wasn't a passive uninterest. Right. It was actively hostile. It's amazing. So they thought potatoes they thought potatoes were poison. The church with its special eyes pointed out the potato was from America and not mentioned in the Bible. I have special eyes. And therefore probably the spud of Satan. Wow. Not the spawn of Satan. Spud. The spud of Satan. Um what year is this? Seventeen sixties through eighties, possibly nineties. Mm. It goes from here up until uh, the revolution. They're all pissy about uh, Americans, huh? Yeah. <laughs> being in America and not being Catholic? It's gross. Yeah, shut up. Uh, it's the devil root. <laughs> How dare you leave Europe and not be Catholic anymore, Americans? <laughs> not even the spud of Satan, but possibly even the mythical fruit from the Garden of Eden. They think it was a potato. It- that caused man's downfall. I know um, that tomatoes are fruits, but potatoes are not. Uh, I mean, it honestly makes more sense to me than, like, figs or oranges or pomegranates or whatever. Sure. People think it might have been, because, like, imagine you're the ambassador of hell. And sure. you have to, like, produce something that's so tantalizing and so nice. And you're like, look, I know it's not a big thing yet, but one day, there's going to be a thing called deep frying, and it's going to change See, the world. my problem with this, though, is I'm assuming this, you know, the image is always plucked from a tree, mm-hmm. and I'm like, and it's fruit, right? So you just eat it. Can you imagine biting into a raw potato and how nasty that is? I've never done that before. Well, yeah. And I wouldn't, because it's gross. They did mention that it came as potato chips and fries. No, they didn't. Yeah. But, of course, they they didn't. That's the point. No, it doesn't want to be cooked. <laughs> he just plucks it off a tree. No, like, hands it look at this basket of fries, and there's a twice-baked potato with everything on it. You'll thank me later. No. Bite this. No. And Ham's like, this is amazing. Put more bacon on it. And that's why the Jews aren't allowed to eat bacon. <laughs> so, um... And he's like, whoa. So, we have, we have some church videos uh, for the Mormon church where they, they show... Uh, Eve, like, taking a bite of the fruit or whatever. Um, but I think partially to not get anybody riled up about what fruit it might be, uh-huh. all of the fruits are not real. Sure. They're all, like, <laughs> they make weird fruits. What, were they worried they would offend a fruit lobbyist? I don't know. What's happening? I mean, also, it could just be a fruit we don't have anymore. Because they have to leave the Garden of Eden and they don't get anything that's in there. I think the real, so. the fruit that was plucked was uh, ketchup. Mm. For the fries. This doesn't make sense. For the potato um, fries. Oh, but, but the talking snake in the tree makes sense. <laughs> Alexis, open your eyes. It was it was French fries. We all know um, it. But, like, there's one of them where it's, like, they... Satan, like, plucks them off and, like, gives them, tries to give them to them, right? But there's one where they have to, like, dig their finger under it and, like, open it up. And then it's, like like, squishy inside, it's very strange. And, like, watching them eat it is always very strange. I'm always like, what is it? It sounds like an eating? It sounds like an orange. No, it's like the outside is really hard. Coconut. And it's like, no, they don't look anything like coconuts. That's what I'm saying. They don't look like earth fruit Uh, of any sort. I think the the real fruit of evil is the grapefruit. I mean, it's pretty bad. But that's just a different kind of... All citrus... Fruits are related to each other. They're all like the same thing, basically. Yeah, but it's not great. Anyway. Anyway. So, all of that 
intense hatred is really bad for the potato. Mm-hmm. The Parliament of Paris bans it in legislation. Wow. In 1748. It's like durians. Yeah. Because uh, they thought potatoes caused leprosy. Oh, I mean, that's fair, I guess, if you do think that. Yeah, because if you are a human and you've seen a potato, then it looks bad to the eye when you look at it. Yeah, it kind of looks like people who have leprosy. So Mm -hmm. I understand the visual comparison. Uh, The thing is that basically everyone knew this wasn't true. Mm -hmm. uh, Because, like, peasants all over outside France were growing and eating potatoes all the time Mm -hmm. by then. Like, Prussia had it and they were feeding prisoners. It wasn't that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Frederick uh, the Great, my boy Frederick the Great. Hey, flute boy. My boy Fritz. Mm-hmm. Uh, introduced potatoes to Prussia under his reign. Good boy. Yeah, good boy. Save your country, boy. He saw the potatoes were economical, and uh, he helped distribute seeds and growing tips to people. Mm. You can see they're like I like painting. the idea that he just walks by people and whispers tips into Potato tips. Potato growing tip. (laughs) Wink. And just keeps going. Do you like a potato tip? (laughs) Just the tip. Thanks, friends. (laughs) There are uh, portraits of him Uh, looking like intense and military, but he's just like watching peasants dig potatoes. (laughs) He's like, how's the potatoes going? They're like pretty. Here's a tip about it. Dig them out better. (laughs) You have to take them out before you eat them. Portraiture is right there. Just keep digging nonchalantly. Just keep. Don't. Not too fast. He Don't can't paint. Look at him. He can't paint. Don't look directly at the camera. That, only I can do that. <laughs> Me. Me. I am the king. The king of potatoes. <laughs> the potato king. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, there was a, a tiny war of Bavarian succession, not like the big one, the small one that took like less than a year, uh, between Frederick the Great and Austria. Just a couple skirmishes, but it ended up killing like 20,000 people. Mm, Mostly a lot. Uh, through sickness and starvation. Mm. Before Catherine the Great stepped in, threatening to back Prussia, like, knock it off. Hey, that's my boy. Mm. My boy. <laughs> my, my tiny boy. My tiny sweet boy. <laughs> my tiny German boy. That's my boy. My tiny sweet German boy. And I'm the giant uh, German woman, and I will back him. And destroy you. And destroy you, crush you utterly. <laughs> and Austria's like, uh, that's true, so they called it off. But the Prussians called this... Uh, whole engagement, the Potato War, and uh, Austria called it the Plum Fuss. Why? Uh, just because it was uh, well. There, there's rumors, and then there's what I think is probably more likely. Okay. Uh, but they say that soldiers spent all day raiding each other's potato fields. Uh, people, the soldiers were apparently just throwing potatoes at each other instead of cannons. Mm. And uh, possibly it just took place during the harvests. I think the real reason is that the entire point of this war was just, like, keeping food away from people and slowly starving them. But, but I love that one of them is the plum fuss. All I can think... I just don't understand why plum. Because uh, it was one of the foods. Oh, okay. I thought it was just about potatoes. I think it was, was one like, of the foods. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, all I can think about is... Uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail when they throw like a cow at them or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but just like that—that's when they get escalated. You mm-hmm. know, that's when it's it the food with the food wars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a really big food fight where actually you could starve and die if you food don't. Food fight. Anyway, no one takes that war seriously. Clearly, I mean that's fair. Uh, so the point being that it's not a fancy person food, it's not a French food, but everyone knows it's not poisonous. Mm-hmm. Stupid. Of course. Uh, especially, uh, it's nice having when you're a country that goes to war a lot, because when people walk over the fields, it, the, the actual thing you eat is safe. Mm-hmm. So it's a good thing to have. And they can just pull it right out of the ground as they walk. Pull it right out. Put it in their pockets. You can, uh, you can make vodka with it. Yeah. It does everything. All the things you need in war. Yeah, including including leprosy. Leprosy? Maybe leprosy. Unconfirmed. <laughs> But maybe Pretty much confirmed to be not true. <laughs> it didn't help also. Confirmed myth. <laughs> confirmed that nasty, ugly boys like the Prussians and a I've, bunch of dirty peasants. I have it, eaten so. them and I've never gotten leprosy. So, I mean. I know that's anecdotal evidence, which isn't the best kind. But. Also, it could be that maybe it's a genetic susceptibility, in which case all the people mm. that did get leprosy from potatoes would be dead and no one who lives nowadays would be have that genetic factor. Well, that's great. Yep. 
Anyway, Prussians ate Eugenics. potatoes, so they were uh, they were nasty, and the French gross. We're like, no, you don't think so. I mean, they already didn't like them that much. Yeah, it's not like a super winning extra point where they're like, oh, well, the Prussians eat it. Maybe we'll eat it. No, the Prussians are terrible. We already hate them. <laughs> Not that, like, France likes a lot of people. No. They don't even like most of their own people. Mm-mm. You know, like, Parisians right. really hate everyone else. Yeah. You're not, you're not even, like, you're, you can be 100% French and you're just not from Paris and they're like, what's wrong with you? Oh, you're a peasant. You should have said. I wouldn't did have let you, Did you know she's from down south? <laughs> let me guess, you have some potato tips. Oh, mm. potato tips. And they're like, we also don't grow potatoes. Nobody <laughs> here does. No one else grows. What are you doing? Didn't you say you were from Spain? They're like, no, I'm literally one thing south of you, like 10 miles. And they're like, oh, huh? might as well be Spain. Might as well be out of foreign fields. Oh. <laughs> Where the potatoes are. So this is the kind of world that Parmentier was facing. The pharmacist and potato prophet. He undertook, uh, his first step was trying to science the hell out of it. Mm. He's like, I will prove that the potato's healthy and not a poison leprosy rock from hell. Good luck. Good luck. Because (laughs) people don't care. No one cares about science. Empirical evidence. How how (laughs) dare you show that to me in my face? All I can think about is vaccines and autism, dude. And I was like, oh, I want to just kill everyone. People don't care what your papers say. You know how many times people have proven that they don't? They don't cause autism, mm-hmm. and people are still like, but. but... But there was one fake paper that did. Right. 60 years ago, and yeah. so I'm pretty sure that's true. And I'm like, even though they came out and said it was a lie. Right. And he tried. Permitio tried. He oh, presented yeah. his findings in a treatise to one of the academic... Academies? Academies? Academies. Academies. Ooh. Uh, they were seeking papers specifically for competition to help find foods that would tide people over in times of famine. Mm. So he was the freaking rock star of that conference. Yes. It was like someone arrived and just gave you the cure for world hunger. and like, just handed you potatoes. Yeah, they're just like, here. Got it. Here it is. The only... It's the only thing you need. Polio problem? Got a vaccine for that. Got it. Hunger problem? Got a potato for that. Hey, we have a potato for that. Just make sure you don't get fungus on it. Rub some potatoes on it. Literally everyone will die at once. It's going to be terrible. Uh, But, you know, people don't care about science, so it continued being the bane of all France. Yeah, it's terrible. And people continue to not uh, live Mm -hmm. because of food not being inside them. That's, yep, it's important. Uh, Parmentier did not give up. Oh, the boy. Yes, this is the act of the hero that he has to try three times. That's right. And uh, then you just quit life. <laughs> and then you die. Then you throw yourself off a building. Unlike our hero next week, who's never tried in his life. <laughs> uh, all he does is win, 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 no matter what. <laughs> I think you're doing something about French Revolution-ish times, too. Mm-hmm. So, Permentier gave up the laboratory, and he decided to make his case in the kitchen. Ah, so he's going to cook them up real good. He's going to cook them up he's real gonna good. He's going to Gordon Ramsay them. He made a potato. He's going to Paula Deen them and just slather them. He's going to uh, Fieri them. Going to take them to Flavortown. I don't think the guy Fieri cooks, but okay. I mean, I'm sure he does at home. Well, he's like, like he's like the ambassador I've only foods. ever seen him eat things. Yeah. Go, Ooh. But like that other people cook. It's like, yeah, this is how we, we do it. <laughs> Look at how good this is. Look at this terrible brown mess. I love it. Inside, it's a white crunchy mess, but when you cook it and add butter, it's amazing. (sighs) He made a potato cookbook. Nice. Just about how to cook potatoes. Pretty much. I mean, there's lots of ways to cook potatoes. There's so many ways to cook potatoes. He did not impress anyone. That's Uh, not surprising. It was dedicated to, like, the housewives of France, and they were not convinced. They're like, like, stop. What, do you want me to feed my kids poison? We don't want this trash. Are you nuts? You're the worst. He's failed twice. What's his next? What's Where does he go from here? Napoleon. Napoleon's not a thing yet. I this mean, is pre-revolution. He, he exists. Um, so he tried He tried science. tried science. He tried. He tried cookbooks. Food. Didn't work. Um, sneak it into something. I don't know. Uh, he turned his eye to Versailles. Ah, yes, the royalty. I was going to say the government, and that is the royalty, actually. That, so. is, <laughs> that is a correct guess. I but. mean, only for so long, though. <laughs> We're on a time uh, limit with that. Yes, because the king at the time was, of course, Louis XVI. 
Oh, the most boring king in the world. But he is the Santa Claus of kings. He's fat, he's jolly, he doesn't get out much, but he's, like, very enthusiastic about, like, helping people and who locks. come up to him. Yes. He's and he's hunting. He does like his leisure time, and nothing's more leisurely than a potato. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, so, it, but he had... It, what was his problem again? It was uh, in a couple of years he's going to get his head chopped off. Yeah, I mean that, and he could never like get it up with his wife to actually have kids because he's too busy with his locks. Not that would have mattered; they all would have died anyway. It's true. Doesn't it's probably matter. better that they didn't have kids, but <laughs> it's still just, like is, uh, that didn't help your cause as yeah. far as being king. Is he? He couldn't because he was busy eating potatoes. Yep. The his problem was he was trying to tax the hell out of a nation that was constantly starving to death. Yeah, they're already hemorrhaging money and dying, and mm-hmm. it's hard to tax people when they're dead. Uh, so, gosh, what what could you really use if your country is starving? You could use a potato. Mm-hmm. And he was a supporter of the sciences and wanted to find a solution, so he agreed to help. He's like, hell yeah, yeah. Let's plant these good. weird looking things all over the place. Why not? Yeah. Thanks, bro. I'll, I'll support your, your potato scheme. Sure. I don't think... <laughs> your pyramid potato scheme. <laughs> I don't think they called it a scheme, though. That would have... Like, maybe that's why no one's uh, eating them. Yeah. Don't don't <laughs> don't label your, your scientific paper potato scheme. Ah, uh, everyone wants part of my scheme. Have you, have you tried calling it not a scheme? I wonder what the word for scheme is in French. I don't know. It sounds like it's already pretty Frenchy. It might be. I don't know. S-C-H is very German. That's true. Well, cut this part out. This I'm is the look part where we Google words. Google in. Look up the word. Mm. Nope, from Latin, schema. Ah. Okay. So it's probably similar. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, it's probably schema. Schema. <sighs> so, 1785, Louis XVI offered up uh, some of his land for potato experiments. And soon Pimentier was throwing lavish soirees with, like, 20, 30 different potato dishes all on the table. It's a lot. That's a lot. People dug it, though. Marie Antoinette was like, this is amazing. Benjamin Franklin was like, more mashed potatoes, please. Everyone thought it was fantastic. It's like they're having, like, Thanksgiving dinner, but they only have potatoes. <laughs> they only have potatoes. They don't make stuffing. They don't make turkey. Benjamin like, Franklin. Potatoes, potatoes, potatoes. Well, yeah, it's like everything in that needs to be brought over from America. Right. Unless Benjamin Franklin brought a turkey. I mean, he wouldn't, because he wants them to be our country's bird. Right. He's like, no, you can't eat these. Turkeys are majestic. These, <laughs> these are special burbs. Burbs. Um... I was going to say, this just reminds me, I was watching Friends, mm-hmm. right? I started re-watching Friends, um, and I'm in season one, and they have their first Thanksgiving episode, and literally, it's like, Ross wants potatoes with lumps in them, and Phoebe wants potatoes without lumps, and with peas, and with onions in it, like her mom makes, and Joey's like, why aren't we having tater tots? And she's like, everybody wants different potatoes, and I was like, that's all I can think right now. <laughs> yeah, basically. But he just, every, every individual person was like, I want potatoes like this, and Louie was like, do it. Do it. Another dish. Yeah. They're up to like four. Dishes. Why not? Invent new dishes so I may feast upon them. All the potatoes. <laughs> Meanwhile, outside people are dying. Yeah. By the millions. Way to go. Way to go. Uh, so Wonder <laughs> why you died. Wonder why. <laughs> Would have been a heart attack if it wasn't execution. I'm sorry, I'm really proud of that being a new song. Wonder why you died. Like, <laughs> just in the future of my life. Uh, to sing whenever appropriate. Anyway. The the kicker, um, oh, which the is football team, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. because it is Thanksgiving. He's the smallest boy, <laughs> uh, showing either a really perfect uh, serendipitous timing or a very shrewd mind. Mm. Uh, Parmentier gave the king and queen a bouquet of potato flowers. Are they pretty? Yeah, they're kind of pretty. They're they're like little blue and purple flowers. All I can think is, my little cabbage flower. (laughs) That sounds like, ma petite chou-fleur. It sounds rude, almost, when you you, uh, translate it to English. But then we looked up cabbage flowers, and they're very pretty. They're very pretty. Um, Yeah, look up. There's something about, okay, there's something about potato flowers that just sounds even worse than cabbage flowers. Because it's a potato. Potatoes are just, they look like hobos, you know? (laughs) They are. (laughs) They're the hobos. 
some food. No, not just potatoes. Because I don't I'm just want to Google potatoes. I know what those look like. I'm a potato. <laughs> Can I go home now? Can I go home? Potato I flour. I spelled potato wrong, probably. I did. Because I just took off the S and I forgot there's an E. Oh, they're pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they're not badly. Did they... Did they know that they were potato flowers? Yeah. Did he, like, give them a note? Or they just no. knew what they looked like? I don't uh, know what they look like. Uh, but nobody I know grows them. So. I'm not sure. In my mind, he just, like, hands them. He's like, these are potato flowers. Or they yeah. already knew. Sure. And they're, like, and they're oh, just, oh, cool. Yeah, oh, Louis sweet. stuck some in his buttonhole, and Marie Antoinette put a whole bunch in her hat, and it became uh, the look of the season. Everyone, all the sycophants in court were like, well, okay, it's potato flowers or nothing. Mm. Everyone They're was so copying beautiful. the fashion of the day, potato flowers. It's so strange. But it wasn't enough for Prophet Parmentier. What does he want? A world full of potatoes. France. <laughs> all of France. All of France. All of France. Littered with potatoes. All of the potatoes. From sea to mountains, potatoes. Potatoes. From, he wants potatoes to be the national anthem. From the channel to the other mountains to the south. Potatoes. To another small ocean. To the Basque region. To more mountains. Yeah. To the potato heads to the east. Really, it's just mountains and water. <laughs> France. And everything in between. France in the middle. <laughs> will be potato. Yes. But making nobles wear potato greens is... Uh, not going to stop them from getting their heads chopped off in a few years because everyone is starving. Oops. Uh, so around this time, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is why I almost hesitate when you're like, do they like trick people into something? I'm like, well, <laughs> well. When I said scheme, it ends up. I meant it. It ends up being a scheme. It's not clear whether it is Louis's idea or Parmentier's, but someone came up with a real scheme. And a little bit of uh, taxation backstory, because okay. economics is always so fun. My favorite. And engaging. Utils. Utils. Uh, except maybe not economics, it's more like salt history, and salt is actually always interesting. Mm -hmm. That's true. Uh, so for ages, the French monarchy uh, had drawn a good portion of their uh, taxation, their wealth, from taxing uh, salt. Mm. Salt is important. Everyone needs salt to actually live. Yeah. And the king has a monopoly on it. On life. So one of the top grievances uh, that eventually led to the French Revolution was that, uh, like, you control the salt and you're making us pay too much for it and we're starving. Also, it's fair. If you were a salt collector, you were enormously more likely in uh, France to be murdered mm. over your other royal officials, co-workers. Right. Yeah, if that's your job. My 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 favorite French science boy, Antoine Lavoisier, mm -hmm. was a salt tax collector. Oh, and he got murdered. He got super murdered. Cool. Like at a. Sorry, that's not the normal response to when people get murdered, <laughs> but it is cool. for me. No, my favorite science boy. He only like invented chemistry. He's the father of chemistry. Mm -hmm. And he's like, wait, can I do one more experiment? They're like, we're not going to need scientists where we're going, buddy. Stab, stab, stab. stab. No, they guillotined him. Ooh, fun. Yeah. He got I mean, the, that's the nicest murder. He got the full officialness. I mean, that's that's the most immediate murder you can get. Maybe. That's a thing when everybody craps on guillotines. I'm like, dude, but that severing that brainstem with split second, you know, like perfect accuracy, that's so good. I was reading a, or listening to, I want to say it was an NPR mm. podcast. Yeah. But they were talking about all the experiments to do with people, like, being aware briefly after they get their heads chopped right, off. Right, right. Because there's still oxygen enough in the mm -hmm. brain to keep you, like, looking around and thinking for yeah. just a little bit. Just a very, yeah, like... Mm-hmm. Ten seconds, maybe. Yes. Very, like, you know, the amount of time where you would not want to be, like, oxygen-deprived for before you start having issues. Sure. But it's just, like, you looking around and you can't mm -hmm. speak mm -hmm. uh, and you're dying. Right. And you have seven seconds of murder. Of terribleness. 
But I mean, compared to like being electrocuted. For sure. Where it goes on and on. Or or if they just hang you wrong <laughs> and you just choke and they're like, well, that sucks. Well, I guess we'll just watch for a couple minutes. Oops. Oops. Yeah. But not too much. Much rather have my head chopped off. <laughs> anyway. So with all the salt drama, one of the most profitable underground crime boy things to do was salt smuggling. You know it goes great with salt? Potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. The only thing that, that you really need for potatoes is salt. salt. Yeah. Uh, and for a lot of things. Yeah. Anyway, salt smuggling. For life. It's kind of like... that salt, girl. Like rum running, oh, but boy. vital for living. Mm-hmm. Uh, huge profit margins, and you come out of it looking like Robin Hood. Like salty Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> like Salt Bay Robin Hood. Like Salt Bay Robin Hood. Hey. Uh, and the military spent a lot of military funds and effort and manpower guarding the salt and the salt lines and the delivery. Because you got to keep that monopoly. It's so stupid. Uh, so where this... How did it take them this long to murder them? I don't know. That's the, that's the real question. I love that, like... <laughs> I love that the, they really, I don't think, believed that the peasants were ever going to do anything to them. Yeah. Because in the history of time, that's not something that happens. Right. And I'm like, if you... Do, no, just no one's pissed them off this much. Mm-hmm. And then they looked yeah. over to America, and they're like, hey, wait a minute. Hey. They're doing a thing. They got all uppity just over, like, tea. Right. And they won. And they won is the thing. They, they won because of... Cool. They won because of us. We helped them win. So, wait, does that mean that we can win? Maybe we should just murder King Louis. <laughs> Maybe we should just <laughs> kill every noble person we can find. Maybe we should just murder everyone. Maybe we should just totally stab Caesar. <laughs> And they do. Yeah. Except it's uh, not Caesar yet, and they guillotine him. Yeah, it doesn't work as uh, good as they wanted it to. So where this meets up with potatoes, besides potatoes being really good with salt, mm-hmm. is the king and Parmentier started stationing serious-looking boys all around the potato fields. Like, really serious. Like, they would shoot you if you came too close. Very, like, big, strong jaw lines. Oh, see, I, I like the idea that these boys just looked intimidating, but they, <laughs> they weren't really. They, they had no guns and they couldn't actually do anything. Uh-huh. They just like, like big looking guys. Like, don't you do it. Mm-hmm. I'm a big They're boy. They're sheer intimidation. <laughs> yep. But if you like even challenge them, they would just like, eh, and run no, away. No, my potatoes. No, my potatoes. Leave. <laughs> I start crying. Oh, you made my, my soldier boys cry. <laughs> soldier boy. Uh... But if you if you plant a ton of guards, serious looking guards around something, the plant. Salt, yep, you just like stick them right in the ground. You just like get a little place for their feet to get across, <laughs> and they grow more soldiers. Yay! That's how it works. Anyway, if you plant them, this uh, this co- this catches the attention of the salt smugglers, mm-hmm. and it doesn't come under any suspicion for some reason that the soldiers uh, sometimes got the night off, like very obviously, hmm. and like no one would be guarding the potatoes. Like they're trying to lure them. Almost like they're trying to lure them in. Interesting. Uh, So on these occasions, didn't care. The merry men took it upon themselves to uh, go steal those expensive, fancy, non-demonic plants Mm. uh, and give them to the poor. I see. Yes. So they exploited their Robin Hood problem. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. It's really good. That's very smart. It's it's so good. I can't believe it worked. Almost right. It's almost too smart. Like it sounds like it's not real, but it's just like I mean, if you have someone who you know steals something, mm-hmm. and then you put a big sign up that says like something expensive right, right. here, which is what those guards are, mm-hmm. and then they just happen to go away. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, they're just oh, you. Dear. It's like. You immediately have to think the other person's stupid. Like, that they think you're stupid somehow. Which is funny, because Mm -hmm. they don't, actually. They think you're smart enough to pay attention. Both sides think the other side is really stupid right now. Yeah. And potato fields start just popping up all over. Boop, boop, boop. Uh, The potato prophet has saved France. Happy happy ending for everyone, right? Louis slaps Permentier in the back, and he's like, France is going to be so happy to you one day, and he's going to say, you invented the poor man's bread, is what he says. Right. Even though he's he's super... uh, 
Yeah, I mean, he's pretty fond of potatoes himself. Is that what you mean? Like, he gets fatter? Is that what you... No, yeah. I mean, is like... It, oh, is it the thing where he gets executed? Yeah. Forever? And maybe being his friend is not a good thing for you. Uh, well, making it so that his people weren't starving anymore obviously didn't save uh, Louis Sixteenth, Right. Uh, but maybe if, it's interesting, like, maybe if he'd found the potato solution earlier, it would have let off the pressure reliefs just enough. Mm. There's so many things going on. Yeah, I'm gonna, I, like, I feel like the real problem is he just wouldn't work with them in any way at all. <laughs> he was just like, no, I won't even give up a modicum of my power. And I'm like, dude, you know, that's what they did in England, and it worked. It was okay. And nobody screamed and killed them. <laughs> right. They just said, like, hey, yeah, we'll let you assemble and talk about stuff, and that was fine. And they still have their monarchy. Yeah. And so could have you. It, it haunts, but you done messed it up for everybody. It haunts me a little bit that Les Mis could have been the story of a man who stole a potato. Hmm. Wouldn't have been nearly as good. No, it wouldn't have. It wouldn't have been the best musical it's ever existed. You stole a loaf of potato. No. Put it back in that ground. Put that thing back where it came from. Or so, so help me. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah, that would have been terrible. That's a bad musical. That's a bad musical. I hate it. I hate <laughs> everything. It's not a good it. musical. The worst one I've ever seen. So France was getting through its, uh, you know, whole cycle of revolution, dictatorship, anarchy, tyranny, revolution, empire, monarchy, interlude, republic, revolution, new empire. And, but through all that, uh, the potato is just booming. It's flourishing everywhere. Hell yeah, potatoes. Woo. I mean, starving people will eat anything. Uh, okay, way to just bring the potato <laughs> down. Great. You're welcome. Those peasants will eat anything, it doesn't matter. It's true, though. Uh, I'm I'm just being honest. He didn't live to see uh, the Irish potato famine, oh. but he did survive the revolution. Oh, that's surprising. Yeah. Good job. Uh, which wasn't a good time for scientists in general. I already no. told you what happened to Antoine, my, right. my favorite boy. Well, and most of the scientists were pretty high-class boys. Because mm-hmm. you had to be, in order to be a scientist, to spend time thinking right. about things. Yep. In general. Uh, but uh, Parmentier was saved because of the incredible usefulness of the thing he invented. Oh, really? They saved him because of potatoes? Yeah, I think it's kind of, bit of potatoes. He wasn't really a high-class boy. Okay. I mean, that helps. That helped. Uh, but, I mean, he was so close to the king. I, he was on the line. Mm. He was on the line. But, uh, you know, it turns out that it's really easy as a revolutionary to say, we don't need any scientists, but then you start, like, getting hungry afterwards. You're like, maybe a food scientist, though. Sure. Maybe just, like, one food Just scientist. the one that takes care of this specific problem I'm <laughs> right. having where I die. Mm-hmm. Maybe we say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Also, he shows up again during Napoleon's war. Napoleon. Napoleon's war. Napoleonic war. To uh, offer potatoes? No, it's something oh. a little different. Well, I mean, potatoes, obviously, because they're uh, useful mm-hmm. all over. Right. But uh, England makes it so they can't get any sugar mm. into the country, and uh, Parmentier discovers how to make what a uh, beetroot sugar. Oh, nice. Which no one likes the taste of, but it gives them some breathing room while they right. think of a way to beat England's butt. Well, grats. Yeah. Grats. Look at him and his food and science-ness. Mm-hmm. He's so good at it. He, uh, he didn't get any official office. I mean... He was rejected, so, uh, possibly, it, it seems. Okay. Uh... Because they were worried if they gave him, uh, like, power, he mm-hmm. would just make them eat potatoes. Just only potatoes. Is that true? Like, would he have? No, I mean, like, did they really think that? Yeah. Oh. He'll make us eat nothing but potatoes. So we can't give him any sort of office. He, he's no. the one who invented potatoes. We can't let him take office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Apparently, the Titanic had a, a dish on the first class menu called Parmentier potatoes. Oh, cute. Yeah. But they named after him. Yeah, I guess he has, oh, like, a, like, a metro station named after him and a couple boulevards in Paris. Mm-hmm. That's nice. It's an important boy. They're like, thanks for saving us, boy. Thanks. 
We'll name some roads after you. Yeah, you can have a road. You can have a road or two. Sure, we'll give you a road. Just like Carl Johan. You can have Main Street. <laughs> you can have Main Street. Because you helped us. Yeah, you did okay. Yeah. So that's the story of the Potato Prophet and the Spot of Evil. Hmm. Which turns out to not be evil. I mean, no. Potatoes are great. It's wicked how good they are. Mm-hmm. Wicked good. Wicked good. The serpent uncurled its tail and he's like, here's a bottle of ketchup. <laughs> Waved a potato. <laughs> Ooh, look at this. Isn't it tasty looking? No, it looks terrible. He's like, well, I'll be right back with a uh, apple. It'll be way better. Just kidding. <laughs> just, Bye. Just kidding. Have to go through a couple tries. I love when it's a pomegranate mm-hmm. that they give them. Because all I can hear in my brain is um, from my favorite game, Prince of Persia, Two Thrones. When the one time the prince is trying to have a casual conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and with, with his girlfriend from previous times, uh, with Farah, And she's like, what's your favorite color? And he's like, what? <laughs> and, like, I don't, what are you talking about? Like, why are you asking me that? And she's like, I don't know, I think we should, like, know some things about each other. And then he's like, man, you think that's stupid? And then... And then he, like, she's like, fine, whatever. And, like, gets mad, and then he's like, oh. And he, like, tries to be nice, and he's like, what's your favorite fruit? Right? And then she says pomegranates, and then he immediately <laughs> is like, ugh, so much work for the stupid seeds. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it is true. And it doesn't make sense that that would be the fruit if they're partaking of it, I feel like, because I always imagine them biting it. Right. And I'm like, you don't bite pomegranates. You gotta, like, <laughs> scoop. Yeah, you have to, like, scalp them and then crack them open. Right. It's so much effort. I feel like I've seen pictures where it's a pomegranate, but there's still a bite out of it. Right, and it's like, like that's not how you don't know. <laughs> Artists don't know how fruit works. Stupid Eve, didn't anyone teach you how to eat a pomegranate? <laughs> the snake's like, no, 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 you gotta bang, bang. No, 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 you have to, ah, oh, there's a process. And no. she's like, I mean, it's fine. This happened a couple times in the garden, probably, just like trying different <laughs> fruits. She's like, I mean, I will, but none of them, you keep grabbing them away from me right. before. Like, You're not eating it right. Yeah, right. You have to have a fruit that you can <laughs> eat the skin of, or that it's yeah. clear that you can't eat the skin of, because you'd never like be like, oh, coconut, because <sighs> it's like, it's hard on the outside. <laughs> Stupid. But see, now I'm like, they should have just picked, like, dragon fruit or something. Why? Just because it looks, like, mystical. Oh, like the artist should have. Yeah. I thought you I meant mean, the devil. I'm like, why? <laughs> no. It looks evil. It looks evil. It doesn't look... No, on the outside, it's pretty. It's the inside that looks gross. It all looks bad. But I but I feel like that's actually, like, good for, the like, the fruit. You know, it's like, oh, like, the outside is cool looking and interesting, and then you bite inside of it, it's like, oh, it's bad in here. It's, something went wrong. And it's like, ah, I tricked you. <laughs> yeah. Pranked you. It has a laugh like SpongeBob. Yeah, pranked you. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha real good. See you later. Uh, I love, like, don't you, isn't this beautiful garden so amazing and wonderful? Like, I wouldn't give it up for anything. And then Zane's like, how about this apple? And then Eve's like, got me there. <laughs> you got me there. You got me there. See, that's why potatoes make so much sense. It's like, here's a pile of uh, perfectly salted french fries. Got me there. It's not what happened, daily. Uh, got me there. You weren't not there. It. You don't know. That's not it. You weren't there. We can't prove it. It's not what it is. It's terrible. <laughs> and the French do call it the apple of the earth. Great for them. So uh, it is kind of a fruit of the earth. Nope. <laughs> An apple's a fruit. Apple of the earth. Fruit of the earth. Technically a fruit. <laughs> Starch. <laughs> um, now I can think about it as the apple of Eden. I'm like, what if it was a potato? <laughs> it's a potato. But no, obviously not like the actual apple. I mean like from Assassin's Creed. Yep. Hot potato. Between Assassins and Templars. Hot yep. potato. Hey. Anyway, this has been Hysterical History. We have a website. Yeah. Hystericalhistory.simplecast.fm Booyah. FM just like the radio. Just like the radio. Baby. We also have an email, hystericalhistorypodcast at gmail.com, where you can email us anything you want. Send us some pictures of potatoes or whatever. Don't. I mean, why not? What if it's a really bad potato? I mean, don't send us pictures of, like, gross potatoes. <laughs> send us pictures of pretty potatoes. Just like if you eat mashed potatoes. Like, you can send me a picture of that. I'd be into it. Sure. Why not? Or, you know, topics you want us to talk about, or opinions you have, or just, like, you know, whatever you feel like. Mm -hmm. We love to hear from you, and uh, you can really influence our lives and the world. Like, Haley's getting a tattoo now of a cute little succulent, 
because that was suggested by a listener. Um, Not that anyone actually gets this far in the podcast. Yeah, and I like I'll probably edit this part out too. Um, I was gonna say you should you should try to get that um, in Moses Lake because my sister's husband is a tattoo artist. Oh, is he a good tattoo artist? I think so. Okay. I don't know. It's like a weird weird time to lean on nepotism (laughs) for tattoos. Sure. Anyway. Um, I think he's pretty good. Uh, so, no, I dare you to send us a picture of potato. Prove to us you actually listened to the end of the podcast. Do you have a tattoo of a potato on you? Because that's what I'd really like to see. I know someone who does. No, it's not true. I know someone who has a... And never mind. It's too much. I know Ed Sheeran has ketchup as one of his tattoos. Mm -hmm. Just a bottle of ketchup. (laughs) Uh, And they were like, why? And he was like, because I really like ketchup. And I was like, this is me. There's a story, uh... Uh, that a comedian tells about a, a Scott, mm-hmm. Scottish person in uh, somewhere in Asia, Southeast Asia. And he wanted to get a tattoo of uh, the, tattoo. the the thistle of Scotland, their flower. Mm. And Their he, flower is a thistle? I think it's a thistle. Okay. And now I need to look it no, up. No, I so believe you, but... Say Scottish flower... Yeah, it's a thistle. Mm. I was right. Anyway, he's trying to, because he wants, like, the thistle and then a little emblem across the bottom that says Scotland forever or something like that. Sure. And the tattoo artist doesn't know what a thistle is, so he's trying to describe it. He's like, oh, it's a plant. Uh, It has, like, little spiky bits on it. There's kind of, like, a, you know, like a little flower thing coming off the top of it. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, it's kind of round on the bottom, kind of like an oval egg shape. Right. And the artist goes, oh, okay, no, I got it, I got you. So he starts doing the tattoo, and I think he has it on his back, like it's a full back tattoo. That's a, that's too much. It's too much, but he finally gets a picture of this enormous thistle in Scotland forever, and he sees it in a mirror, and it's a pineapple. What? It's a pineapple. He described a... Kind of roundish, spiky plant with tufts of flower somethings coming off the top. He's like, oh, you mean a, oh, it's a pineapple. It's like, I got it. You just call it something different. Oh, gosh. It was a translation error. That's so funny, though. So he has a giant pineapple, Scotland forever. <laughs> <laughs> Not that, like, this would have made a lot more sense. <laughs> right? It would if you were Scottish. I guess. Maybe. I don't anyway. know. Scottish people email us. Does that make sense to you? <laughs> Do you like a pineapple better? <laughs> Let me know. The national fruit of Scotland is a pineapple, obviously. Yeah. I think it was Billy O'Connolly that did that joke. Anyway. Some can say. I mean, the internet, probably. It's that time anyway, in the podcast. It's gonna get Where edited we out. say goodbye. Goodbye.